This episode of High on Tour is brought to you by Fuego Family Farms, a small collaborative of Santa Cruz cannabis farmers who grow, breed, and love the cannabis plant. Fuego Family Farms. Pick it up today at a dispensary near you. Every year, millions of global travelers flock to California in search of the world's finest cannabis. Our job is to get these travelers very high and show them a great time. It's not always as easy as you think. Join us, your heady hosts and cannabis tour guides, Victor Pino and April Black, as we spend an hour each episode trimming back the storied nuggets of life in the weed tourism game. We'll be joined by our friends, colleagues, and cannabis tourism legends from across the globe. So get on board the weed bus, buckle up, and as always, smoke them if you got them. You're about to get high on tour with Victor Pino and April Black. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the 420 edition of High on Tour with April Black and Victor Pino. How's everybody doing today? How are you, April? I'm great. How are you? Good. What are you What are you working with over there? Well, I have my judges kit spread in front of me still. I didn't really put anything away. We had our finals meeting from judging the Emerald Cup. We had our final meeting on Friday. And so I had my whole kit in front of me and I have the winners selected over to the side, my favorites over here. And then the ones that, are you know, silly. good but not for me uh-huh. are, are away in their bags. <laughs> hey, cause there's a lot of good and there's also a lot of not good in that, in that judges kit. So Emerald cup judge, April black. How long have you been doing that? This was my third year. Third year. That is an honor bestowed only on few people. And we are happy that you have had your good, solid run with them. I, you're doing a good job, obviously, for the Emerald Cup and the guys, uh, the guys who, are, uh, who are putting on that, that competition. You know what? I take it really seriously. This can really make or break people. There's a lot of money and time and heart and soul that are put into every entry in the cup. So... You know, you have to give every every entry its fair fair shot, even if it's like maybe a, pr- a flavor profile that you don't particularly love. You still have to break it. Right. Amongst, how does this stand out amongst that flavor profile? Right. Not right. give it bad points because you don't like it because that's right. not fair. Right. Right. So you have a you have a, a way in which you're you maintain fairness amongst all the entries, despite having personal preferences. Sure. We all have our own personal preference. Right. Right. Totally. But that doesn't mean that we have to, you know, shit on other things because it's something that we don't necessarily like it. Totally. You know, if it's good, the cream rises to the top, whether what no matter what flavor profile it is. Totally. So April, uh, this week we've promised our listeners that we are talking about as we are going into 420 week here, uh, in, uh, me in San Francisco and you in on the central coast. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about how to survive now. What seems to be more than a day seems to be 420 week being that 420 420 falls on a Wednesday. So let's take advantage of the days before and after. I think that's a great idea. Well, sure. Uh, start like 420E, 419. Is that when you're starting? Well, not so much. You know, I mean, every day is 420 for me. Not going to lie. Like Valentine's Day. 
<laughs> but you know, with all the events and stuff, there's events that are kicking off on 419. I know that there's a dinner going on in the Bay Area. Uh-huh. Uh, Jimmy Devine's hosting it. Uh, with, I will uh, be there. What's the other thing? Green Slate something? Well, it's Green State. It's uh the, the local State. paper. Yeah, Green State. They're they're putting it on, they're helping sponsor that. Um, I actually do know. The folks that are preparing the food, um, they're nice. a wonderful group. Yeah, they're a good group of people, you know, the, you know, and obviously, you know, Jimmy's uh, putting on a lot of great content these days, you know, between the Transbay Challenge and a lot of other stuff that he's got going totally. on around, around the world. So anyway, um, yeah, so getting so ready. Yeah, 419, the kickoff begins. People are going to be doing infused dinners or going to yeah. you know, maybe movie nights. Some right. people are probably just taking, you know, Wednesday through Friday off. Right. They work during the week normally. So well, I am not taking Wednesday through Friday off. I will be in the thick of the madness in San Francisco on Hippie Hill that day on 420. And let's tell some folks just real quick. Let's tell the folks out there just what are some of the things we've learned. You know, having been in travel and and being able to kind of uh, you know express and a parlay over our our best insights on how to survive a 420 week, uh, especially when you're traveling to a place to experience 420. I mean, experiencing 420 in your college dorm room or, you know, at your house, uh, you know, growing up or whatever, um, that that's one thing. But when you're actually making time and putting money down to travel to a place, how might you make your best use of your time and how might you, you know, moderate and all these other questions that we we kind of aggregated for today's conversation. So I'll start with you, April. Um, I'll start by asking you, what do you think is the most important thing someone can do from the very beginning of their 420 events this week to prepare um, now I'm not talking about like, you know, just not overconsumption and moderation. I mean, what can we do to prepare for all that? Oh, well, see, it depends on what the event is you're going to, right? Some people are doing nature hikes. Some people are going to full on events, cannabis events. Some people are doing dinner. So kind of know what kind of event you're going to. So if you put it into that, into that way, if you're going to like a cannabis event event, bring your hand sanitizer, right? But bring maybe some wear comfortable shoes, Wear comfortable clothes, dress in layers. You know, if you're allowed to have a backpack, you know, kind of go light with that because it'll make your shoulders hurt. And that stuff's important. Bring chapstick. And uh, if you're just going to be smoking a lot, maybe you're judging some sort of a cannabis competition going on because I know there's quite a few of those happening around the country. I tell you what, man, bring a toothbrush and a little toothpaste. Because that shit will change your whole world. You're judging weed all day. You just go and like brush your teeth real quick. Boom. Fresh mouth, fresh vibes. I'm, I'm with it. I'm with it. Oral health is important to consuming yeah. cannabis because, you yeah. know, you're putting. So that's a thing that. Yeah. yeah I, I used to do that at all the cannabis cups. But I would just like break away, go brush my teeth. Shh, I'm just like, oh. Even when I travel and in my little carry-on and bring a little toothpaste. Yeah, because dry mouth really gets to you, even when you're like just hanging out yeah. and smoking. Yeah, it's a nice refresh. That's a great tip. Um, I would probably suggest folks uh, pre-game all week by, you know, s- taking some vitamins, drinking some water. Oh, yeah. Doing all the, you know, doing all the lung calisthenics that you need to do to like ensure that, you're ready and your game is up. 
<laughs> I really do mean that though. Um, yeah, being, being healthy, being, uh, you know, staying, staying completely just, you know, hydrated throughout the whole process is super important to not passing out. Also knowing your limits and not just knowing your limits on the, like on the high end, right? Like not just knowing how much you can consume, but knowing like, you know, where you might want to consume in a particular way versus another way. I mean, I wouldn't recommend eating a bunch of edibles and doing a bunch of dabs in the hot sun, but maybe no. want pick one or the other, you know, um, yeah, you, you have a place to go walk away into some water real quick. Yeah. And have a Good place to know your exits, you know, um, it's a lot of good stuff. Um, April, tell me a little bit about um, what are we, what are some of the, you know, worst horror story? I mean, you've traveled with a lot of different people over the years. You've hosted a lot of different events. Oh, what are some of the lessons you've learned by having kind of travel or travelers go kind of south on you? Well, in Amsterdam, people would get really excited because we were finally meeting each other after talking on the phone for booking their trips for the Cannabis Cup. Then I would meet; they would meet me at the coffee shop. They'd get their swag bag, their their Cannabis Cup judges pass. They'd smoke a joint, but they'd smoke it so fast and drink super strong Dutch coffee. And some people would get like kind of fainty and stuff. And I we say drink a Coca Cola and just hang out by me, drink some Coke, have some water. But then like. One time in Amsterdam, we had this guy decide he wanted to bring these other party drugs and he was on Coke and he was on DMT and he had this whole interesting um, need that I that I necessarily couldn't fulfill, but uh, we managed to work it out and stuff. But that was kind of interesting and scary. And you had to really be on your toes. And that's why waivers are very important. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, Usually people are pretty cool, though. People want to have a good time. They know their limits. They'll tell you, oh, I've never dabbed before. If they're in a dab situation, people are really ready to kind of like speak up for themselves, I think, with cannabis and what they what they want to do and what they don't want to do. It's when they combine other things that's when it gets a little muddy. Yeah. I mean, look, even in my wine and wheat tours, people think it's very easy to just go to a wine and weed tour and consume wine and weed. Look, I tell all of my guests when they're on a wine and weed tour, like, look, you, you can try the wine or you can try the weed, but don't go hard on both, you know, because yeah, you're going to yeah. feel sick. And also I try to keep those experiences separated by, <clears throat> by time basically. So giving people an opportunity to kind of come down off of their high before they, they drink some, some, smart. Wine, you know? Yeah. Very, very smart. So yeah, there's your tip. There's your Victor tip on wine and wheat doors. Uh, yeah. Sure, you, you smoke your weed. Yeah, weed before wine. Weed before wine, and everything's yeah. fine. Lead with the weed, and all will be gravy. Lead with the weed. It'll be fun indeed. What are you smoking on, April? I'm smoking on entry number twenty-three, solid twenty-three mystery these mystery entries that you don't really know well what does it smell and taste like april yeah. it's kind of skittlesy really yeah it looks fire though <clears throat> it's very light colored looks very nice yeah. for those for those of you who can't see through the through this you know you guys can't see because you're on a podcast we're on a podcast here uh but april is holding up some delicious just amazing looking rosins right now i'm actually about to crack open a uh, box of uh, Lowell whole plant cannabis extract, indica, one gram solventless cannabis 
um, uh, rosin, right? So just GMO live rosin. The, the strain of GMO. It's really it's one of my favorites. I know. I've yeah, that's a good punch to the face kind of stuff. GMO I don't think you can really describe stuff like that. Yeah. Anymore, I used to. I don't know. I say, man, it's going to be like a punch to the face. I don't know if that's an offensive thing to say anymore, but I think that GMO is like a punch to the face. I, really I think it's a really it. refined. I think it's a really refined flavor. Actually, I think it's like I love it. it, 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 it's, it got like, a, yeah, it's very unique. Opens up my sinuses and yeah, it's got a little bit of that that weird, um, like like musty musky beta caryophyllene smell but it's yeah. also really bright at the same time i like it a lot i actually like it a lot when they mix it with things like the sweeter like the papayas and stuff so yeah, like the garlic nice. papaya, yeah really those bad. are really nice combinations really high level really expressed and uh i like to think of those as kind of like the higher you know the more the more complicated and complex flavors of the cannabis uh you know start kind of at the gmo and start with the, you know, so anyway, that's just me nerding out on weed, weed, weed nerds. Weed okay. nerds. So, so say you're, more. so say you're at a cannabis uh, event, maybe you consume some, something you didn't making you feel weird. Your heart's racing or you're at a, at an event, you know, you're going to be there for much for a lot longer and you can't necessarily leave because you came with a bunch of people. What are some tips that people can do to kind of, you know, do some like harm reduction? I, Yes. Totally. Totally. First of all, like communicate, right? If you're starting to not feel well, tell the people you're with that care about and love you that you're not feeling well, or you're starting to not feel well. I think that's the first step in preventing just an, you know, uh, just a, a really bad situation where somebody kind of passes out and nobody really knows or has any idea why or where they are wow. at or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you do have an issue with, you know, if you have a history of passing out, if you have a history of smoking weed and like not feeling well, let your friends know. I mean, and that doesn't mean just like physically not feeling well. If you get in that headspace where you just got to go, like make sure you have an exit strategy and an exit plan. You know, yeah. a lot of times, uh, you know, just having the extra, you know, the extra, I mean, I, I kind of say this as not, you know, the, having the extra bit of cash to, to have an escape route, right? Having, if you want to break yeah. apart from your friends, having, having the ability to get in that Uber and get yourself a safe ride out. You have a safe person you can call. Yeah, totally. Or just somebody you can call. I can come pick you up if you start not feeling well. Now we do know that, you know, things get, you know, things can get, you know, hairier for di- different situations, health, health reasons or whatever. And if you do start feeling to the point where you're not well, you know, find somebody to help you to sit you down, calm you down. And if you find that you need to dial 911, I mean, by all means, don't, you know, don't prevent yourself from getting the help you need. But again, if you're with friends and cannabis is the issue, make sure you bring a little juice box, make sure you bring a little drink, something with some sugar in it. So you're not just yeah. pounding water. In the hot sun. Yeah. I will, I will also like to add that there's a product on the market called undo and their motto is unhaze the blaze. And it really like undoes the high, whether it's like edibles, you don't want to be high anymore. You smoke too much and stuff. And it takes about 30 to 45 minutes to come in, but it comes in, scrubs your cannabis receptors. It's also good to do for like a little reset. Like if you're a heavy cannabis smoker anyway, and maybe you just, you know, kind of want to take a tea break, but not that much of a tea break because you're also a patient too. It kind of helps with that. So you get more of that THC saturation. So undo is a real true, honest to goodness product that works to like make the high go away. I've never tried it, but I'm interested to see how it does work and how it, how it. Yeah. I always put that in my, in my 
gift bags for all my trips. You know, if people want the, uh, to unhaze the blaze, as it says. And And don't let anybody convince you that making you feel better from smoking weed is giving you more weed because that may not be the way. Mm -hmm. Let's be real here. A little harm reduction goes a long way and common sense goes a long way. Don't introduce any more factors. Also, guys, you know, another tip from a harm reduction pro here, you know, if you're going to be dabbling in other drugs, also let your friends know that you're doing that. Please don't do them under the cover of night. Just let people know what's going on. Be responsible. If, yeah, yeah. Yeah. If totally. someone who gets seizures, let your friends know too, because maybe you're at an event, there's some bright lights that they flash and, you know, kind of you know, sends you into a seizure. Maybe they might not know what to do in that situation, but for your friends, they probably know that about you anyway, but you know, communication is key. Like you said, I would always say communication is the number one thing. Go into the event that you're going to with, if you're, if you're not going alone, make sure you're going with safe and comfortable people that make you very happy. And uh, yeah, keep up a good vibe because being a good, good, a good uh, 420 friend is uh is is the way to be and also makes everybody around you feel like you're you know helping them and keeping them safe so yeah be a cool person on 420 don't be a dick to yourself or to others yeah but other than that have fun stay hydrated bring chapstick comfy shoes you know if you're going out and going to a nice fancy dinner or an yes and only smoke weed that like i mean again we're not talking about like you know, getting yourself into trouble with smoking gross, you know, sickly making, you know, just, you know, tainted weed, but smoke real weed. Don't smoke like, you know, smoke something that looks good, that smells good. You know, don't be taking weed from strangers. And what I mean by that is like, dude, I, you know, how many times I've been past a joint that I thought was a joint and had tobacco in it. And like, right then oh, I'm like, yeah. night's That's over. Done. I take a big fat rip of it and I don't smoke tobacco and that shit just ruins my night. So you know, ask what people are handing you. Be 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 confident enough to ask them, like, yeah, what's in this? Because you know, and then people can give a novice a lot of hash infused, you know, uh, pre roll, hash infused pre roll, and just get the you know poor poor. poor yeah, people like to say what it is out of their mind. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's not cool to get. I mean, it's cool to get somebody high if they want to get that high, but like if you're a novice and and you, you know you don't know what you're getting into yourself into, communication is key on that one too. On in both in both both regards both ways that goes both ways between the person accepting the cannabis and giving the cannabis yeah i mean i'm sure a lot of people are going to be enjoying psychedelics 419 yeah bicycle day is the day before day yeah that is the day lsd was invented popularity of mushrooms and all the awesome mushroom products that are out right now yeah yeah always ask what's in this that's not a bad question no one will think you're a nerd for asking that or square for asking that and if so. you do want to take some mushrooms, by all means, take them, but just go <laughs> low and slow. You know, you can always take more. You can't take less. Yeah. You can't walk back through that door, right? Like you got to. Yeah. You the ticket, you have taken the ride. And sometimes it's a plane ride. ride. Sometimes it's a spaceship ride. Totally. Totally. So, so April, one other, what other, uh, tips do we have today? Like what else are, what, what else do you recommend for people, for example, that are traveling great distances, uh, to get to where they're going? Well, if you're going to a weed destination, that's already going to have weed. I would say, don't bring sand to the beach, (laughs) you know, and don't bring it back with you either. It's just, no, it's a risky time for traveling like that they're not looking for weed necessarily but they bust people still 
Yeah. And if you're, if you're from, uh, or go, even if you're going to, or from a pro, leaving a prohibition state, uh, you know, just remember, um, 420 is like fish in a barrel for folks, for the cops and for the authorities. So don't make yourself one of the fish in the barrel. Be cool guys. Be cool. Yeah. Don't bring it back with you. Cause they're looking for it. They are looking for it. Just like how they're always looking for it. For us, at the, you know, from people at the Amsterdam airport, right after the cannabis cup. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. Totally. Don't have you. You already have a target on your back as a stoner that day. Don't become. Don't become an even bigger target for yourself. Yeah. Uh, still, also, dress, I, still dress how you want to dress and be you. Yes, and if you can, you know, when you're traveling between parties and events on 420, throw the weed in the trunk. Maybe it's just oh, a yep. good idea. Throw the weed in the trunk. Just yeah. for the ride. You don't have a cool. trunk. Like, I don't necessarily have a trunk. Just in the backpack. Yeah, throw it, like, way away from your reach so you're just not implicated in anything that can just, you know, put it in the trunk. <laughs> put it in the trunk. Totally. So. Yeah, what else? Don't speed. Don't speed. Break one rule at a time, guys. One yeah, law at a time. I mean, they are made to be broken, some of them, but, yeah. you know, don't let them yeah. get you. And, uh, you know, of course, uh, practice safe, uh, safe harm reduction and safe practices when you're always consuming cannabis and all drugs, of course. Um, but yeah, we really, we really take these things seriously because, you know, April and I do come from a background of activism and, you know, come from back from a background of harm reduction, really. I mean, that's really what we do as tour guides as well. Um, you know, you and I, April, uh, we've seen a lot and we've also known that a lot of people make a lot of mistakes just by being kind of overzealous or, mm-hmm. you know, or dehydrated. Over- yes, totally. And Maybe you, know, you eat on, on 420 and the excitement, you're at an event and you're going from booth to booth, let's say, and you're just caught up by smoking and hanging and talking and smoking and hanging and talking. Make sure you get some food. Yeah. Eat. eat it's and, easy and to find time to eat. Like sometimes it's, it, you might want to put it on your calendar or set an alarm for every three to four hours, because I know that after four hours of smoking a ton of weed and not eating, I fall apart. And then people around me yeah. hate me. So don't, don't be that guy. Don't be Victor yeah, on, on a, on a sure better. <clears throat> so, yeah. So those are kind of the basics, right? Like those are kind of the, I'm sipping my, sipping my Puffco here, as I'm telling you that these are the basics of, uh, safety and sensibility in cannabis uh, tourism on 420 and 420 week. So tell me, April, remind everybody, what are you doing this week? Well, for 420, I'm having a ribbon cutting ceremony for higher way travel down in Grover Beach. Congratulations. Yeah. That's yeah, cute. at the train station by Monarch Winery in front of this like landmark kind of sign that's a hashtag GB. What are you doing for that? Are you excited? You should be. Yeah, I am excited. I'm pretty pumped for it. You know, it's been a long time coming and I thought, oh, 420 will be perfect. I didn't have that much planned. My birthday is on April 22nd. So I'll be coming to the Bay and I'm going to go to a little barbecue party at Sonoma Hills Farm. They have a joint release party. And then I'm going to go to the Conservatory of Flowers on Saturday. Oh, in the city. And I take the ferry from Vallejo to the bay conservatory. come meet us yeah, in, yep the conservatory of flowers we run our tours through there in the city yeah, yeah come meet right us Hardy Gold Gate Park it, there. yeah come meet us because we're gonna have a good time that's great we're gonna be uh consuming some mushroom capsules and wow. copious amounts of cannabis copious amounts I'm drinking my water and have some snacks with me that's good i'll bring snacks 
hey, get me into the Sonoma Hills thing. I want to go with you guys. Yeah, I'm going to email them. Tell us about that because that was a recent development. In I mean, well, so Sonoma Hills Farm is like the first licensee in Sonoma Hills, and they had to really fight for that. I mean, Sonoma, sorry, right in Sonoma (laughs) County, in Sonoma County, and they really had to fight for that. And all the neighbors were like up in arms. They don't want you know you've grown weed here, but they fought and they. Here they are. And so they're a regenerative cannabis farm. They also grow food on their farm. Uh, Aaron Kiefer is their head grower. And he, yes, he has a long history in, in food, right? In, yeah, in he, uh, I think he, yes, yes, he sure does. He was the master grower and the head culinary grower for the French Laundry. Yeah. Pretty famous, nice restaurant. Up in there. Napa, the French Laundry, Napa. a Michelin rated, Michelin rated uh, restaurant in Napa. But Aaron is a, he's a true stoner, you know, he's been growing weed since he was in high school. And so now he gets to live this dream. So um, also uh, one of the gals there, Shauna, she was featured in the movie Ladybugs. Oh, cool. Part of the the fight that they get to, they went through to get the farm going and stuff. So they grow food, they have animals and they have little gatherings, but just recently they teamed up with Airbnb and just for three nights starting, they're going to have a one night only stay where you can stay on the farm in their little Airbnb right on property. That's great. And they're probably doing that through the experiences channel. I'm sure that's great for them. You know, Airbnb was not cool with weed stuff for a long ass time. They weren't time. cool with us for a long ass time. Now what yeah. happened all of a sudden, because they see the button breakfast is a competition yeah well like let's throw some flame april let's let's talk about it let's well button breakfast i've emailed them several times and they've never emailed me back i don't think (laughs) they work with agents so i don't have much experience with them to really say much well if you hear that button breakfast get it together yeah Yeah, i'd love to work with you guys And I can only send an email so many times and I kind of get the hint. But it could have went to junk too. You know, can't make assumptions. You know what that means. Totally, totally, totally. But yeah, I mean, that's that the Sonoma Hills thing is a is a pretty big breakthrough in, you know, just getting the traction that they're getting, uh, you know, press and every media yeah, and all this yeah. stuff. That's pretty cool. Um, I gotta I gotta say that those experiences, I mean, they're not the first ones. I mean, there are definitely yeah. other farms throughout Mendocino and Humboldt that have been doing this, but just yeah, like not doing fair, this, you know? Yeah. You I mean, totally. Bigger. This is not a new concept. I mean, look, you have a weed farm, you have a, a, a pad to throw a campsite or a glamp site on. And there you go. Mm-hmm. You've got a weed camping or weed glamping. Oh yeah. I think of other things too. Like, you know, yeah. we're going to go to the restroom and other showers. And- totally. But I'm saying there are places in the, yeah. in, that we know of in, in the, in the, in the Mendocino. And, That's and so nice. And it's triangle. such a cool, refreshing way. Yeah. To- and they do have yeah. that and they have, they've built out bathrooms and, you know, Humboldt mm-hmm. County went so far as to making people, the farmers, who wanted the the tourism ability to do tourism, the permit add on into their property. Yeah. Um, they made them do like, they made them set up like, you know, uh, accessible staircases and, and you know, mm-hmm. and wheelchair accessible staircases and everything like that, because you'd have to be able to accommodate a guest by getting them down. Oh yeah. That accessibility you know? is so important. My uh, beach hike is Fully 100% wheelchair accessible. Totally. I like to make all of my events yeah. uh, super accessible because, again, 
you know, I've to this day I've had some requests as well, and I'm able. You know, I, I explain to folks like this is what I can do to reasonably accommodate you guys yeah. uh, under these circumstances, and everybody is usually super cool with it, and it goes really well. Um, you know, I've also had guests who have made special requests that you know we go out of our way to help them with accessibility uh, with yeah. things like there have been guests that were like, you know, hey, we'll pay for a wheelchair van if you just like run the tour in a wheelchair van, and I was That's like. Cool. Okay, so that was super cool. I'd never done that, so that was very nice and, and a, a unique experience for me to kind of um, you know experience that for myself uh, yeah. as a tour guide. So it was cool. Um, so yeah, we try to make these experiences as accessible for everybody with any sort of ability level of ability, even in smoking, even if you're a weed smoker, like you've got, we got to meet you where you're at. And that's where I think like to kind of some back, you know, to wrap back on the 420, you know, tips and tricks, like, you know, uh, a lot of us, uh, you know, we want to have a great time. We want to party. We want to enjoy 420 the way it was meant to be enjoyed a celebration of cannabis, a celebration of, of friends and, and in culture and in community and, and, you know, you can only be, a, you know, you need to be a good member of that community yourself uh, and, and, and support others and get others and, and keep others safe. And also, you know, not try to over, overdo it to the point where you become somebody else's problem or responsibility. Sure. So, sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just another way we're all being good stewards of being, being good stewards of the world around us as cannabis consumers. And I think here at a uh, high on tour, uh, you know, we, we strive to to be good people, I think, uh, and, and put our best foot forward as tourists in in other places and people's other places as well as tour guides. So, so yeah, that's it. That's my wrap on being safe. And Papa Victor won't say anything else about, you know, what your kids need to do or don't do or shouldn't do on 420. You just have a good time. OK, everybody have done. a good time, kids. Have a good time, kids. So anyway, um, <laughs> I want uh, to uh, wrap this episode with a quick hot take. April, tell me, what are you doing? What's going on? Give me your quick hot take for the episode. Hot take. Summer is coming and I'm booking up my uh, Greener Days tour. It's on tour. It's my glamp out. So I'm booking that up. So if anyone's into that, check it out because summertime stuff's going to fill out, fill up fast, fill up and fill out. Yeah. Book early, book often. My hot take is going to be very simple. Join us on 420 on Hippie Hill. Um, Hippie Hill is going to be in San, in, in Golden Gate Park, San Francisco. Uh, it is known as Robin Williams Meadow uh, to the maps and the map quest. But yes, get yourself over to Hippie Hill. Legendary, uh, you know, kind of home to the counterculture movement. A lot of things happen there, you know, in that particular section of Golden Gate Park uh, that have kind of catalyzed our generation and generations before us into this cannabis world that we live in. So uh, be present uh, and uh, be an active participant. Um, I just want to shout out uh, Alex Aquino um, on this podcast because he is the mastermind and local native um, behind uh, Hippie Hill, 420 Hippie Hill. And uh, I mean, this guy, he's a local activist and just the dearest, sweetest guy you could ever want. Um, just coordinate, being a community leader and coordinator of, of, of things. And he's been able to pull these permits and really 
for many years at a loss execute and and and, and deliver on uh, Hippie Hill. So this year uh, they're doing it with full retail legal sales for the first time ever. So congratulations! Wow. Oh. That's yes. So they've got a full retail permit in Golden Gate Park, sanctioned, you know, like you know, you know, supported by the city. Everything wow. has been kind of you know ready to go. They fenced off the park. It's twenty-one and over. It's free to enter. I believe there are VIP tickets on Eventbrite for four twenty um, for uh, a viewing stage to kind of help offset the cost of putting on such a huge event for free. Uh, Mike Tyson will be there. A bunch of your burner will be there. I mean, there's so many people who are going to be gracing. Victor will be there. I will be there. Mm -hmm. I call me if you want to join on. We're going to be doing a client tour that day, a little private thing, a majigger. So we'll be, uh, we'll be putting together a little private tour. Make sure you wear comfortable shoes. I will wear comfortable shoes. Don't you worry. I am, I am Mr. Max comfort is my, my, my ethos here. Okay. <laughs> where I where I fall back is I like I gotta take my I gotta drink even more water. I'm trying to do yeah. better all the time. Okay. Drink more water, drink more water. So anyway, um join us on 420 Emerald Farm Tours call to book that event. And then on the website, emeraldfarmtours.com, you will find this Sunday's Weed and Wine Infused Cruise. Please join us on that. Tickets are on sale now, emeraldfarmtours.com. April Black, Victor Pino. Thank you so much for listening this week. Enjoy your 420. And from everyone here at High on Tour, smoke them if you got them. We love you. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Happy 420.